Welcome to the Connecting Mind and Spirit podcast, a podcast devoted to helping you understand and apply the teachings of A Course in Miracles. I am your host, Fiona Williams, author of the newly released book, Awakening Your Right Mind, Healing from Fear and Following Spirit with A Course in Miracles. The benefits of A Course in Miracles are experienced through application of its right-minded principles. Throughout this podcast series, I will explain specific topics and teachings from A Course in Miracles and guide you through meditative exercises, which will help you apply the teachings to your life. Thank you for being here, and let's get started. Welcome to the first podcast in the Christmas series. The Christmas series is a three-part series where I will highlight teachings from A Course in Miracles about the season of Christmas. In this first podcast in the Christmas series, I would like to share about one of my favorite teachings from the Course, a teaching which I hope will relieve your mind of the need to cling to the ego's madness. And that teaching is this. This Christmas, give the Holy Spirit everything that would hurt you. Let yourself be healed completely, that you may join with him in healing, And let us celebrate our release together by releasing everyone with us. In the Course, we are often reminded of how needless it is to carry around our burdens, our worries, and our grudges. It is so clearly stated in the Course that our happiness is delayed only by our decision to hold on to the ego. In this podcast, I will share the reasons why we mistakenly hold on to the ego. And I will also guide you through a lovely meditation where you will practice handing over your ego attachments to the Holy Spirit for correction. Through doing so, it will be easier for you to tune into the joy and peace which is within you right now. Before we delve in, it is important for all of us to remember that the use of the term Christ in A Course in Miracles is a term to describe the one united child of God. We only appear as separate in this physical illusion, but at our core, at the level of the mind, we are one. One with Jesus, one with each other, and one with our source. And you are a fundamental part of this union. And in reality, you are a fundamental part of Christ. Now, during this time of year, people like to say, keep Christ in Christmas. And when I hear that, I always smile as I remember that to truly keep Christ in Christmas is for us to acknowledge that we are truly the Christ and one in our beloved source. By remembering who you truly are, you are honoring Christmas in a deeper and more profound way. So one of the ways you can honor your Christ identity is by handing over your ego fear thoughts to the Holy Spirit. It is helpful to understand the importance behind turning over your fears to the Holy Spirit. When you do that, you are saying that you don't want to pretend that you're alone anymore. And when you hand over your fear thoughts, you are acknowledging that you don't know how to judge, nor do you know how to manage fear thoughts. This is a beautiful thing to do because you are giving up the arrogance of the ego. 
The ego declares that you're a lone wolf, confined to a body, condemned to feeling guilty and fearful of God. Yet, the Holy Spirit reminds you that what God created is true, and that your true identity is fundamentally part of God. When you think of it this way, to say that you aren't one with God is to deny God's will, which was to create you as you truly are. We are taught in A Course in Miracles that the child of God is a thought of God, forever connected and eternally one. No ego illusion can harm this reality. You have every right to accept who you truly are. God wills that for you. So anytime you relinquish the ego and turn to the Holy Spirit, you are doing something so profound and healing. You are saying that you want to remember who you truly are. Never doubt the beauty of that. Now, there are reasons we mistakenly hold on to ego thoughts, so let's briefly review those reasons. The first reason we hold on to ego thoughts is because we are simply in the habit of doing so. We have spent eons thinking with the ego, and so it does take purposeful dedication and awareness to catch yourself thinking with the ego and then make the correction by choosing the Holy Spirit. Remember that habits can always be changed and replaced with healthier habits. So you are not stuck in the ego. Your mind is malleable. Another reason you maintain ego thoughts is because you actually think you are the ego. So you simply identify with what the ego says. It takes great awareness to bring the ego up for question. But that is exactly what you're being asked to do in the course. You are being asked to question every ego value that you hold because so much of your thinking is ego-based and unfortunately maintains the ego's agenda of chaos in your mind. It is helpful then to remind yourself that the ego is simply a case of mistaken identity. And this is a topic I delve into in my book, Awakening Your Right Mind. The ego is nothing more than a misthought. It's not the real you, and you certainly have no obligation to the ego. Bit by bit, day by day, you can begin to gently bring ego thoughts over to the Holy Spirit so they can be undone. In so doing, you will begin to align with your true identity. As the ego is undone, you will begin to resonate with the idea that you are a child of God. Your mind will begin to open up to the notion that this is true, which certainly feels better than thinking that all you are is a complicated ego. Another major reason you maintain ego thoughts is because the ego survives through your belief in it. This is something I've mentioned many times before, but it is worth repeating. The more you afford the ego your belief in it, the more it is going to seem real to you. The ego holds your belief by distracting you with worldly issues. Specifically, ego thoughts distract you from recognizing that you are a child of source, that you are innocent. And the more you identify with the ego, the more you believe in it, and the longer the ego seems to survive in your mind. 
Do not doubt that all the ego is ever trying to do is live through your mind's belief in it. As we are bluntly reminded in the Course, if we stopped believing in the ego, it would simply cease to be. This is how powerful you, as mind, truly are. Remember this, the ego is terrified of you and your power to choose against it. Hence another reason it likes to keep you distracted and feeling powerless. It simply cannot afford for you to recognize that you are the powerful decision maker who can choose against it. Your decision for the Holy Spirit is very threatening to the ego, which is why it requires vigilance to choose for the Holy Spirit. I will remind you that your investment in the ego is a mistake and a mistake which can be corrected. You have no obligation to the ego or any of its fear thoughts. You are safe to let them go. Now I would like to address the uncertainty which is sometimes experienced when we hand over an issue to the Holy Spirit. At first, to do so can seem like a real leap of faith. We are so used to taking physical action and controlling situations in order to deal with our issues. So when we take the Course's guidance, which is a purely mental approach to our problems, it can feel like we aren't doing enough. Simply just changing our thoughts about a challenging situation can seem like we're not doing enough to fix our problems, and doing so can actually seem quite foreign to what we're used to. So it's important to acknowledge that any physical action you would take to control or fix a situation first begins with an idea in your mind. Everything starts in your mind. We are taught in A Course in Miracles that the level of the mind is the only level where true change begins. Because the mind is the level of cause. Everything else, including the actions you take, are simply effects. It is helpful to remember that the Holy Spirit can inspire you through ideas to take certain actions at times. It is important to keep your mind clear once you ask the Holy Spirit for help so any inspired ideas can come through to your awareness should you be called to do something. And that's just something to trust. It really is the perception that we're holding about a situation that needs to change, and we can leave it there. But it is true that sometimes we are called to take a bit of further action. But you will feel that and know that because it will feel inspired. Remember that A Course in Miracles is highlighting that it's always about who you are thinking with, the ego or the Holy Spirit. To choose between these two is your greatest power here in this physical experience. In the Course, we are also taught that the Holy Spirit can only help us to the extent in which we give things over. Meaning, we can't give a situation initially over to the Holy Spirit and then regress back to fear. The Holy Spirit cannot help you if you want to hold on to the fear. Inviting the Holy Spirit in and then not trusting is like inviting the Holy Spirit over to your house and then asking it to leave the second it shows up. If you think that some problem is so big 
there's no way you can feel peaceful or neutral about it, then you're forgetting that there is no order of difficulty in miracles. The Holy Spirit can handle anything. Here is a teaching from the Course which elaborates on this topic. When you maintain that there must be an order of difficulty in miracles, all you mean is that there are some things you would withhold from truth. You believe truth cannot deal with them only because you would keep them from the truth. Very simply, your lack of faith in the power that heals all pain arises from your wish to retain some aspects of reality for fantasy. If you but realized what this must do to your appreciation of the whole, what you reserve for yourself, you take away from him who would release you. Unless you give it back, it is inevitable that your perspective on reality be warped and uncorrected. You have every reason to feel confident when you hand things over to the Holy Spirit. Controlling the outcome through the ego mind is just another way of holding on to the fears which preoccupy your mind. And remember, every fear you hold blocks you from knowing who you truly are and who your source really is. Now, the more committed you are to handing your fears over to the Holy Spirit, the more evidence you're going to see that the Holy Spirit is there for you. You will notice that you are more peaceful, that you're more inclined to let grievances go, and that you're more adept at applying true forgiveness. You actually may notice that you miss doing true forgiveness when you haven't done it. And as mentioned earlier, you will start to become more in tune with your source and will be more open to the idea that you truly are an innocent and loving child of God. The habit of turning your fears over to the Holy Spirit can get stronger, as the following teaching from the Course states. Errors are quickly recognized and given quickly to correction. To be healed, not hidden. You will be healed of sin and all its ravages the instant that you give it no power over your brother. And you will help him overcome mistakes by joyously releasing him from the belief in sin. Now, as handing your fears over to the Holy Spirit requires a feeling of trust that healing is going to occur if you do so, here is something I want to clearly point out about healing. Healing is a result. It is a result of true forgiveness. More specifically, it is a result of accepting the atonement, which is the acknowledgement that you never left your source, and therefore the separation from God never occurred. Your work is to apply true forgiveness and then step out of the way. Keep in mind that you are not going to be aware of every aspect of healing because healing is always done at the unconscious level. What you see and experience consciously in your daily life are but symptoms of the unconscious content in your mind. I can say with full confidence that you're going to recognize that your unconscious mind is healing mostly by how you feel and react. So try not to distrust in the healing process.
Healing comes from your true forgiveness work and your invitation to let the Holy Spirit take over. Again, healing is a result. It's not something you have to fuss about, but it is something you need to invite. That is what right-mindedness or miracle-mindedness is all about. Here is another course quote to further inspire you. But to give allusions to truth is to enable truth to teach that the illusions are unreal and thus enable you to escape from them. Reserve not one idea aside from truth, or you establish orders of reality that must imprison you. There is no order in reality, because everything there is true. And I hope you sense the importance of those words. You don't need to hold anything from the truth, and you'd be surprised by the miracles awaiting you simply by letting your ego illusions go. Now, before we get into this meditative portion of the podcast, I want to share with you this one course teaching, which is this. We are not asked not to have a negative thought. We are simply asked not to have any that we would keep. All right, let's begin the meditative portion. Now take a moment to settle into where you are and begin to deepen your breathing and close your eyes if you feel safe to do so. Simply relax and listen to the words I will be speaking. And remember that this is time for you to enjoy. Let's begin by bringing in the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, Please join in this loving meditation. Please be with me as I release my fears and welcome the truth of who I really am to come to my awareness. Today, I let go of the fears I have mistakenly clung to. I give them to you, Holy Spirit, as I have no interest in holding on to them. Now simply envision releasing your fears. You know the fears which you are preoccupied by. Perhaps there's an old grudge you need to let go of, or an old anxiety or concern. Any suffering, just hand them over to the light of the Holy Spirit. Let them be healed. They have served their purpose of showing you what you need to heal, and now you are safe to let them go. Just let them go. Let them be dissolved in the light.
the Holy Spirit knows how to heal your mind of these fears. That's the Holy Spirit's job. Your job is to hand them over because you wouldn't want to use your fears as clouds to your awareness of God's love which is within you. As you let your fears go, remember who you really are. As you hand your fears over, the Holy Spirit is able to reveal the truth to you, which is right there in your mind. It's behind those clouds that you're giving over. Maybe take a nice, deep, healing breath. Letting that stress go. And simply notice how you are feeling now that you're releasing these fearful blocks in your mind. this relaxed state, I would like you to listen to these words from the Course. This Christmas, give the Holy Spirit everything that would hurt you. Let yourself be healed completely, that you may join with Him in healing. And let us celebrate our release together by releasing everyone with us. Leave nothing behind, for release is total. And when you have accepted it with me, you will give it with me. All pain and sacrifice and littleness will disappear in our relationship, which is as innocent as our relationship with our Father and as powerful. Pain will be brought to us and disappear in our presence. And without pain, there can be no sacrifice. And without sacrifice, their love must be. You are the Christ. Do not let any ego uncertainties take your true identity from your awareness. You are a fundamental part of God, and you deserve to know this is true. This Christmas season, remember who you really are more often. Stand confident in this truth that you are love itself. Extend that love out 
and let that be the real gift you give both yourself and others. Remember others as the Christ they truly are, just like you, for we all are one, and nothing can break our reality. Before we end this meditation, take a moment to reflect upon this Course teaching. Be willing, then, to give all you have held outside the truth to him who knows the truth and in whom all is brought to truth. As you tune in to the innocence of which you truly are, you will begin to recognize it in others and vice versa. Any fears are calls to love, so answer the call. Hand over your fears to the Holy Spirit. You are not alone this Christmas season. Remember that the Holy Spirit, your loving higher self, is with you every moment. It's right there in your mind. Every day, you can take a moment here and there as you need to remember that you are the Christ and that you have every reason to enjoy this holiday season. I hope this podcast was helpful, and I will have another Christmas-themed podcast ready for you soon. Sending you lots of love.